All right, I'm it's recording. Crazy. But seriously, if I have to listen to photo like a photo again, I'm just gonna like just off myself. It's just nuts. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the very first episode of the Clovercast. Uh, this is gonna be a podcast where we uh, we take a look at what's going on in the Cloverfield ARG, try to keep everybody up to date, so we don't have uh, we don't have anybody out of the loop because that just slows us all down. So uh, I am Hawk Jefferson. Uh, with me on this uh, initial voyage of what will hopefully be a beautiful journey through a bunch of things that we don't understand and hours and hours of listening to photos uh, is Justin. Justin, how are you doing? I am tired. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're we're doing this on a on a little bit of a late schedule. We uh, we had an early plan for it, and then it just kept getting delayed by various things. Not a. Uh, not the least of which was the blistering pace at which this game is moving currently. Yeah, for 10 days, the amount of updates have been insane. Oh, it's been absolutely crazy. Like, I played in the last two Cloverfield ARGs, and I don't feel like there's ever been a point in any of the three games, well, in any of the two previous games, where things have moved quite as quickly as we have been, you know, even in the last three to four days. Like, it's been absolutely nuts how much information we've gotten. Yeah, no, especially, I think it was on the 22nd, there were multiple changes over the course of an hour, which kind of ruined the Discord's uh, ARG website updates tracker, and to the point where one of them had to remove some of the websites, because oh, it was just going nuts. Yeah, the, actually, uh, I... I uh... I was driving. I took a, a road trip with my fiance to visit my family over the weekend. And uh, I left the Discord and, you know, I, I'm just like, all right, I'll see you guys in a couple hours. Like, hopefully I don't miss too much. And like four hours later, like I'm sitting on the couch in my mom's house, just like, how did all of this happen? I was restarting my computer for an update and the whole thing. I'm looking at my phone like, God dang it. I can't see. I can't do any of this. Right. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's been an absolute nightmare. I've actually been trying to manage everything. Like I can't even view the Tagruato website from my phone because it doesn't format properly. So I've just been waiting for people to like share little bits of information either on Discord or uh, Reddit that I could actually view. Yeah, it's not. It's not been the ideal situation. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, at least stuff is happening. Why don't we go back uh, first and like talk about things before the 18th when the first uh, Tagarato website update occurred which it, and it's also was the uh, decade anniversary of the original Cloverfield movie which which makes me feel ancient like I I realize that like just shy of 30 isn't really that old but like when I remember things that happened 10 years ago, like, you know, going and doing things with my buddies, like we drove through a blizzard to see Cloverfield because we were all so into it from the ARG. And then I realized, oh, that was 10 years ago. Like, mm. it ages you. Like, I remember like seeing the movie in theaters in high school and I didn't go through that much, but I remember walking out of it and all my friends were kind of making fun of like, oh, let's just turn the camera sideways. And now we're walking uphill and stuff like that. And let's like, <laughs> let's. Let's run towards the monster. And then meanwhile, I was sitting there like, I liked it a little bit. Like, it was good. Right? Like, it was an entertaining movie. And I knew a, I was kind of a lurker for the past two ARGs. Uh, the first one, I kind of knew of, like, the Chihuahua station and all of that. And then the second one, I kept up with it more because I was, like, drunk on, and for some reason on Reddit at the time. I don't do much Redditing stuff. But, and then all of a sudden, I see everyone's, like, posting about Cloverfield. I'm like, what are you talking about? And I watched, like the the cell phone footage of the trailer that was before 13 hours i'm like 
oh it looks so good <laughs> and it just came out of nowhere oh yeah definitely i was uh part of that large majority i think they were taken by surprise by the return with the last game which was i mean just really an incredible experience uh and we're i'm sure we're going to talk about we, we were you know just kind of casually talking before we went on the air and been how something that happened this weekend was similar to something that happened in the very first game and very similar results with both of them being uh just ultimately irrelevant to the overall game but uh there is a lot that is very relevant to the game and we're going to do our best to get you caught up on all of that information oh we can hope we can hope there's been a lot of it and justin has very very dutifully cataloged and noted every bit of it so that hopefully we can get everybody up to speed and we can get the mystery that is this current arg solved so as we're talking pre uh 18 there was also i think it was around the turn of the year was when they delayed the release date from early february there was arguments over would it be like the second like when it would be in february and then they changed it to uh april 20th and i mean this is personal right here but i think that that is not the real release date but as of now most theaters have it marked as april 20th i don't want them to make me choose between this and rampage oh but i mean the problem is super troopers is oh that, that is a loaded weekend for films i hope uh hope a lot of our listeners out there have uh have movie pass otherwise they're gonna be poor after that week can't. Yeah, well, don't plug movie pass until they're paying up. Okay, right? that's May I'm just I'm trying to draw them in, man. Like you mentioned them, they're like, "Oh, hey, these guys have already talked about us. They'll be prone to do it more if we give them money." Yeah, but we're not in it for the money. We just want people to stop coming in and asking, "Hey, what's going on?" Have yes. you tried running it through PhotoSounder? Is there a Morse code hidden in it? And I'm going to be honest, I'm one of those people. I've done it before. Um, Rampage looks kind of fun. Oh, Rampage looks really fun in a dumb way. And I yeah. don't think that release date was an accident on the studio's part. Oh, yeah. For, for reasons. For reasons. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, reasons. All right. So why don't we start with on the 18th? It was around, I believe, 835 was when the actual update occurred. But people didn't notice until around nine o'clock. I remember I was on the toilet scrolling, but I went to Tagarato and then all of a sudden they changed from uh, just like the hand, the world in the hand and then an error to an error message with a code. And then behind it in the background, there was an article dated from January 18th discussing how Tagarato has begun developing revolutionary new energy technology and that CEO Gano Yoshida called a technological great leap forward and the technology would take four years to complete with another along with another six years and they were expected to debut it in april 18th it was very muddled this was in the background behind an error message that included a bunch of code that nobody really understands still it started out with 06110 which is the zip code of connecticut uh i think it's west hartford and that is central closer to central connecticut but the chuai station was off the coast of connecticut and new york city so there's a possibility there's a link there it also included something with authentication ampersand zero tm underscore a u t h equal sign that sounds stupid to read. It does. But that kind of looks like an authentication. I am not good at coding. That's fair. If anybody out there is good at coding, understands this sort of stuff and any significance that it might hold, send us an email at cloverfieldpodcast at gmail.com because we'd love to hear you know, theory from people that understand a little bit more about that than we do. 
And maybe you'll get mentioned on the show. You will get mentioned because we want to credit everyone that contributes to this because like you guys, we're just like fans that want to be involved. I accidentally became the Cloverfield historian over the course of the last yeah, week. Yeah, no, you've been doing a great job on that. Hey, you know what? Thanks. And uh, while we're on the topic, let me just say uh, thank you to the two people on Reddit that gave me Reddit gold. Or if it was just one person that did it twice... Thanks to that person twice. <laughs> Double thanks. Yeah, I just gave him a finger gun and a wink, but you can't see that through a podcast. That's great audio. All right. One of the interesting things, so the first update was on the 18th, and on the 19th, it updated again, that webpage updated again, where the background was a way more muddled, except for the archive in the top right became a little more visible. So that kind of threw people off on like, should we be following what's on the actual webpage? Should we be looking in the archive and stuff? But as for the error code, the only thing that changed were the first few letters of part of the code became I-I capital W-C-I-I. We have no idea what that means. And at the end of the N minus code or N dash code, they added as one. So that still makes no sense to us. Yeah, absolutely zero sense. Like each line under each other and it's still, I, I got nothing on that. Oh yeah, and I forgot to mention the error code. It included a pre-2028 message, which is weird because 2028 is the year that they planned on debuting the energy source. So around this time is when people thought that Tidal Wave was the one hacking them. There were actually some people who thought there was a legit hack and this was all a hoax. And I think that's funny. Like, it's insane, like, how in-depth, like, people are going on what's in-game and what's out-of-game and what's a game jack and stuff like that. Right? It's, it seems like generally, overall, there's a lot more skepticism in the players this time around than we've seen before. Yeah, and do you want to go ahead and go to April2028.com? Yeah, that was, I believe that was also on the 19th where we found uh, 04... 1828.com. Sorry, that took me a second to get make sure I had those numbers right. Uh, and ba- and basically, uh, what we got there was a very short video. It was less than 20 seconds, I believe, right? I think it was 11 seconds. Yeah, 11 seconds. And so uh, it was a lot of... Uh, the visual was a lot of static uh, with occasional flashes of someone's face, which you could really only get that, you know, if you went frame by frame. And even then, you know, it looked vague at best. Uh, And the audio didn't really give us much either. That was uh, a lot of various noise and whatnot. And I believe uh, one user on Reddit actually went through and did various different things and adjustments to it, Uh, you know, things that are, well above my level of understanding as far as uh, audio engineering goes. Uh, And we really, like, the best we came up with out of that audio was that it sounded like someone's heavy breathing, if I'm not mistaken. Well, there was also, you could, uh, if you did a manipulation, there was heavy breathing and there was a lot of distortion. But if you listened to it, you could hear, that's what I'm trying to warn you about the dangers of what Tagarato is trying to do. And that's what we think. We're pretty sure it says... Okay, I was mistaken then. I thought that was on a later update, so let me apologize right then. No, I think that was the first one, and then in the beginning and the end of it was actually in reverse, but it was saying the same thing. It was just warning about the dangers of Tagarato, and there was a lot of controversy on whether they were saying Tagarato, and and also people thought it was a game jack at first. 
but we believe that it's not because it was registered a few hours before Takarato was updated to be the error code. Okay. Even mentioned April 18th. Also of note, there are multiple different variations that they have registered pointing to the same site. I like referring it to it as April2028.com just because that's easy. But there's like April 18th, 2028. Then there's like 418, 2028. Then there's dashes. And most of them, the last resolve dates as of now are January 20th. While for another site, the resolve date is January 28th. I don't know what that means. I don't know code stuff. So, cool. Once again, if you do know code stuff, email us because we would love to hear your input. Yes, that would be awesome. All right. So Wait, it's, go- it's terrible for us to be the information source and like every time something coding comes up, we're just like, I have no idea what the hell this means. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I just know what I Google. Actually, let's go, let me go back and say... On the Tagarato webpage, there were three different files that were hidden there. There was a page.jpg, there was a page and pop-up one.jpg, and then there was a page side JPEG. The uh, page was just the background with the uh, Tagarato update of talking about what they're doing. Then the page and pop-up included the background and error message, and page side included something that looked like Clovey from the first movie, if you looked at it in a certain way. People don't know if that's intentional or what's going on there. It was looks like it was mainly just filling out the sides of the web page so it matches the screen size. But what's interesting to me, it didn't update with the other two, the error code on the 19th. Okay. That stayed the same until the 23rd. Like there was no changes in that. I don't know if that's a purpose or not. But that's also when people started listening through Photo Sounder because it kind of looked like audio. But people found nothing, and that's where the photo sounder put it through there. That's where all those jokes come from. For those that don't really know what when people are just yelling, like, oh, put it through photo sounder and uh, mirror it and change the uh, gamut. That's what they're joking about. Yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, many, many hours of listening to photos for us players for nothing. Hey, it was fun. It sounded like it's kind of reminded me of the sound of Space Mountain. I see. See, I'm I'm one of those rare human beings that's actually I've never been to any sort of amusement park. So you just don't you like know amusement. To, I've just I've never gotten the chance to go to one, man. Like, okay, I take it back. I've been to one amusement park my entire life. I've gone to Liberty Land, which was a, a Memphis institution for a long time. It was Elvis's favorite amusement park. And when I went in the mid '90s, they were still operating this. Uh, wooden roller coaster that they had built you know many decades previously and i believe i'm still afraid of roller coasters to this day because of one afternoon uh, more than 20 years ago where i feared for my life atop elvis's favorite ride yeah well he liked roller coasters and look, look where that got him uh i don't know do roller coasters make you constipated i don't know i don't know but yeah. that's not in game yeah, that is that is a game check. Sorry about that. All right. So, <laughs> um, but there were a lot of different things. People looked through for Morris code. People were trying to figure out how, why things changed. They looked through uh, just changing the colors, seeing if there were hidden messages and stuff like that. And I don't think really anything was found out of that yet. We haven't really figured out what the codes mean. We think that the loading bar is increased by two every update. So hopefully at a certain point there, I think there's like, if it increases by two, I think there are like 10 more loading bars. 
but it also just to say it's just pictures on the page it if you do anything it doesn't change anything like i made it so the loading bar looked like it was hitting 110 percent and it did nothing <laughs> and then people were also asking like oh if you change the time of your computer to 2028 will it help and i i tried it and then my wi-fi messed up um but uh nice there's someone that actually knows technology said no that's not going to affect your web page that's that does nothing it doesn't really right it. like the web page doesn't look at your system clock and then say oh if you're at this time then this happens um there were rumors that they made a fake browser but i don't think anything's come of that i highly doubt they've made a fake browser for this game because we don't have the technology yet yeah that uh that seems a bit like a, a far-fetched theory and then the next update was on the t of any site was on the 23rd when they changed the Tagarato website back to pretty much what it looked like pre-18, uh, which is basically just the hands holding the world, but all the previous pictures were removed. And just of note, Tidal Wave and Slusho have not been updated yet. Right, yeah, we, we're just still getting the same thing where basically the title bar, well, the title of the page loads at the top of your browser and if that's you have it flash and javascript enable enabled a lot of people are like oh nothing's loading it's because of javascript and flash as of now where it's like them it's Tagarato's uh image and then it crushes the world and it bleeds out and says go to website and you click it and then wordpress times out exactly <laughs> on the 24th uh, do you want to look the 24th? Both websites were updated. Uh, yeah, the 24th. Uh, actually, let's just stick with the theme of Tagruato okay. since we're already we're we're already there. Uh, so it was updated that day. And unfortunately, it doesn't seem like my notes on this day want to load at this particular moment. I can I can go for that. All right. So this. Thank the, you. This was the day that uh, that mentions Oslo on January 22nd, 2022. Which means that whatever this source is from is in the future, um, which is strange. And then it says there's an exciting new agreement between Tagarato and Norway involving renewable energy. And they actually use the word Cloverfield energy, which is interesting. I think this is the first time outside of... They didn't really mention it by name in the second one, but the first one they referred to like the military attack on it as Cloverfield. But they referred to Cloverfield Energy, and that is with Oslo One and Norway Renewable. And it there's muffled stuff that a lot of people couldn't read. And then it's for in something about an energy revolution to be activated on April 18th, 2028. And then new orders added at a record pace. Then Tagarato goes on to mount, uh, mention Sao Paulo Hydroelectric. And the uh, error message is still there, but it includes a call, semicolon, load, semicolon, running. And it, it completely changed. The error code completely changed. And the pre-2028 that I mentioned earlier, it became live. And then there was also in the code a six six uh asterisk nt dash dash d zero dash dash one eight that became a capital d asterisk nt dash dash d zero dash dash one seven which is a lot of people are saying that means don't do it which is i mean that is yeah that's definitely a very basic uh you know letter replacement yeah, was it leet or letter number replacement yeah it's definitely it's definitely leet okay. yeah I mean, it is, it is like you said, fascinating that so much of that message did change in such a short amount of time. And what's creepy is if you go back looking at the original error codes, in the shadows of the error codes, some of the letters were actually already like that. 
If you look back at the error code behind the 18 in this in that line was a 17. People noticed that there was there's one on Reddit that you can see like some of it was already like that and then actually at the end of the code the n minus is completely different than what it was in the original but it's the exact same as the shadows. Yeah, and that's definitely like it was it wasn't something that, you know, you would see until you were looking for it. Yeah. And, but it was a it was a nice bit of foreshadowing, especially had we you know caught it. Yeah, and people noticed that there were discrepancies in the shadow, but we don't know what it means. I mean, personally, I've tried like looking back and seeing like six has changed the most, I believe, out of all of them. But some become zeros, some match up at different places. I don't know what it means. I don't think anyone else has really gotten on. And that could just be you know something that we're waiting on other pieces for. That's going to be a common theme within different topics that we discuss here. Like, there are things that we have information about that we don't have all of the information we need for. And like any game of this of this style, like that's just that's a thing. So don't don't get too impatient with a lack of information. And they're playing a long game, as I said. Like the movie comes out in April twentieth. As of now, we don't even know if it's coming out then. So this could be going on for a while. We have to be patient. Stop saying that like JJ owes us, like they owe us clues and stuff like that. I don't understand why some people are saying that. Right. Well, especially because as we mentioned earlier, like things are just like they're moving very quickly for an ARG. Like we're we're getting a lot in a hurry. Yeah. And this is just a side note, the error code and it's weird that the error is now layered. Instead of having the page and pop-up, it's just there's the background, then there's an error code as a separate image. And I just thought that's kind oh. of strange. It's layered instead of having one with both and then one just the background. Right. And that's what the 118 and 119 was like. On that day, also, April2028.com was updated with a 10-second audio video that this is the gem that has kind of changed everything for us that because there's a lot of controversy on what they're actually saying and the audio transcription that i got from blue on red has done <laughs> current arg updates and leads and i've gotten my transcripts from him or her to whomever um but they have to, from uh, them from them yeah welcome to the show muddle 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 uh cloverfield station muddle joining us today muddle controversy mark stambler author of the book and its end. It is lots of distortion. A lot of people question, is Mark Stambler the actually actually the name? Is it Mark Sandler? Is it Marvin Stambler? Is it Mark? And what's interesting is Stambler is the last name of Howard from 10 Cloverfield Lane. So that yeah. called into question a lot of the shared universe, multiverse. How does this, this connect to which movie? and so on right well then we can bring up of course the obvious connection here as well i feel like this is the most relevant place uh uh the, in the backstory that we got for 10 cloverfield lane we learned that howard was a a navy a, a member of the u.s navy who uh his job was to monitor soviet satellites and he discovered like he was he and his team discovered something bigger in space uh and you know obviously that of course ties into the aliens as well but with the different universe theory 
we can, of course, you know, obviously extrapolate that into a branching timeline idea, where, of course, with there being the space element here, that all, you know, that ties back together with the whole Stambler name. Yeah. Yeah, and there, so there's theories on maybe, like, there's a multi, like, maybe they are related, maybe there's a different timeline where Howard ends up with a different kid instead of Megan, who's the girl from the 10 Cloverfield Lane, or one of the girls, as as that uh, one of the many and let's see should we uh discuss the uh bread in the room i think that might be a good idea right. at this point since since we've already brought up mark stambler for the first time uh we have to we have to bring up the 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 need that our audience has for us to discuss this yes uh see what i did there yeah yeah no i we needed a pun there uh just don't overuse hey. it all right. Um, I'm just glad I was able to rise to the occasion. All right. Let's just let's just uh, stop now before before it goes too far. And that is there's no pun in that, and that is intended. Uh, let me let me make sure I pull up the email that I have because I had two people uh, that did email us uh, regarding bread talk. I would like to thank uh, World Ender, who actually <laughs> is the one that helped contact him just to like warn him, and he's been in contact with. Uh, the real Mark Stambler, just to keep him ready. To keep him updated yeah. that, you know, people are stalking some crazy him. folk might be trying to get in touch with yeah, him and the, to talk about space. And if asking if he's IG in game and stuff like that. And, and he's probably not. Just let the man make his bread. Yeah, yeah. No, and also I'd like to say I did make two different breads. One of them is still rising. But I made a rosemary cheese bread. I used a Williams-Sonoma recipe. It's delicious. And wherever we post this, we haven't figured out how, I will post the recipe, a little notes about what I messed up. Still came out delicious. Holy cow. It's like, it's covered in cheese. And then it's like two to three inches thick. And it's using a Dutch oven. And I'm hungry again. It uses like a good like cup, cup and a half of cheese on it. Actually, no, let me... That sounds incredible. Yeah, no, it is incredible. And I'll put... And I took some pictures for you all. And the other one that I'm making is a rosemary lemon zest, but I didn't have any lemons, so I just threw in some different seasonings instead of that. And that takes 18 hours to rise. So that one's not quite ready yet. But again, I'll... But will we have pictures? Oh, there will be pictures, and there will be uh, recipe links. And if you guys have any bread recipes that you want us to try, I like making bread. So now we got the bread talk in. I hope it satisfied your craving yeah. as listeners for, for bread talk. And there are rumors that people have that he actually is in game. We should go about that very cautiously. I think that everyone needs to remember that this is a game and we don't want to call or harass random people without researching. And also if they're not in game and they don't want to be a, like they're private, they want their privacy don't bother them. They don't owe you like an explanation and proof that they're out. Why do you have this name? Yeah. Why are, why were you born with the same name? And like he's, and Mark Stambler has been very nice about things. He is, he's been very accommodating and stuff. Actually, people have been ordering his bread in and trying to get it shipped. And so he's trying to figure out if that works. And so that's an what a guy yeah, no he is a genuinely nice guy and also keeping on with the mark stambler 
there is a Twitter account that the Mark Stambler that we're hesitant about. It didn't show up until around when the Mark Stambler audio was posted, and it involves him saying something along the lines of, stop messaging me, and he, he's a professor at a uni, which actually kind of makes me think most Americans don't refer to university as uni. I mean, at least most Americans that I know. Um, yeah, no, that's definitely, uh, I definitely feel like that's a fair statement to make. There's hesitancy, but I know that some people are watching. I don't think there's been any updates on the Twitter front of that. I just want to say that I desperately hope that this Twitter is in-game, simply because I think it's like the most hilarious what like the most hilarious game element that could possibly be introduced because you have wonderful things like him typing out the word hashtag this could be in game because it deals with time travel this person is claiming that people are emailing them this twitter mark stambler is receiving emails about stuff and he thinks it's a hoax and to contact him by his personal email possibly this author doesn't know they've written a book yet and this is messing up the timeline but this is all speculation right now you know this is if the told with if the whole time travel thing is introduced i really i hope that they just go full donnie darko with it (laughs) and it makes absolutely no sense in the context of the film unless you have background information oh yeah no i think that that's how it kind of will be i mean i think the way they want to do it is the casual moviegoer can enjoy it on on its own but those that are delving into the rabbit hole that is the arg and Stuff like that can just be like, oh my god, this person's this person. Bold Futura is, uh, is in there and on a letterhead and stuff like that. Like little things that, that are shout outs that enhance the experience but don't ruin it. Like right. You can enjoy it on its own or you can enjoy it in depth. Everyone can like it as long as it's good. Um, also, I would like to say before... I don't remember if it was on the 19th or 24th update, but people already started saying like, hey, that kind of looks like Donald Logue. My man, Donald Logue. Yeah, the, the man, the legend from uh, Grounded for Life. That's what I knew him more from than anything. <laughs> that, that is exactly what I know Donald Logue from. That and like the I love, like the 80s and 90s on VH1. Yeah, and I mean, I'm going to be honest. I used to watch like some of the superhero shows. I never got into Gotham and then I just kind of quit watching. But back to the subject, people were already thinking that it's Donald Logue and then I don't remember exactly when someone uncovered an interview with him and they actually did a side-by-side that looks like exactly what was in the video. And later it comes out, um, spoilers, I guess, that most like, like it's almost for sure Donald Logue now because of yeah. the video clears up each time it's updated. In an old interview that he did, there is proof that he's like, yeah, I'm doing this really cool thing with Bad Robot and J.J. Abrams and I haven't really gotten that far with it and i can't really talk about it and that was from a while ago. okay and it, this isn't the first time abrams has used a real actor because i think people have pointed out that uh greg grunberg was in the arg of the first one yes abrams yeah. and him are good friends that's how grunberg ends up in all of the movies like star wars and stuff like that he just kind of shows up and i liked him in heroes hey my my favorite my favorite greg grunberg grunberg appearance is in as the comic book character of his Star Wars character in the Poe Dameron comics. <laughs> like the bits were like the bits were like it's not actually him are kind of the best bits. All right, um let's see. What day are we at? We're at the we're at the 27th. Do you want to stick with uh Tagarato or do you want to go April 2028 first? 
I'll leave that up to you. Uh, let's go. Let's go April 2028 first. All right. Since we're already there, let's see. There's a 22 second video that includes a lot of broken up things. There's still a lot of controversy over the exact words, but what I pull, what I got from uh, from Blue on Red on Reddit was the transcript involves the interviewer saying, your thoughts, Professor Mark Stambler, and then Stambler re replying something like, Shh, because of Tagorato, everything that's happened, I was right. CEI was a lie, just like I predicted in my book, The Clover, and that's where it ends. The beginning is very muffled. It's way in the background under the distortion. But the rest of it, yeah. you can definitely hear Tagorato and CEI was a lie, just like I predicted in my book, The Clover, and then it ends. And then this is about where it gets a lot clearer. You're able to see Donald Logue. This is the clearer Donald Logue video yeah. is what I think people have called it. Yeah, and you have to go through and like look at it frame by frame. And also going back, I don't know. People have looked and they layered all of the first video. They layered a bunch of the dark pictures that weren't black together. And they think they can see numbers. We haven't really gone anywhere with that theory, I don't think. If we have, someone please email us. I forgot what the exact numbers are, though, but we don't know, like, any facts from there. But, I mean, that's kind of the story of everything right now. I just think it's funny that, like, we get all this information, and then the next thing we hear is, oh, we can't do anything with it. We'll have to wait to the next update that has information. Right, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it seems like we're playing a, a real game of hurry up and wait at the moment. Yeah. Fortunately, they haven't made us wait too long. It's been quite a few It's days. exciting. And then on the 27th, also on uh, the Tagorato website, is when the background changed to a part of a pamphlet discussing Cloverfield Energy Initiative with handwritten on there, someone needs to stop this from happening. This is nothing but a cover for a reckless world er, experiment that will reset the world's grid. Stop this to save the world, Taito wave. Is it Tito or Taito? I always say Taito because Taito sounds like title. Yeah. If we're wrong, someone correct us. Email us at Cloverfield. And I'll keep saying it my way. Yeah. On the pamphlet, there a lot of it's in poor quality, but the pamphlet actually was sent to people that we'll get into later about the uh, bobblehead. So what is the world's grid? What does that mean? And I've actually was thinking that it's also interesting that all of the pictures and videos that we've seen so far have grids on it. We don't know if that means anything. That's actually when people are arguing over the validity of the April2028.com website, they were saying, oh, the grids match up with the Tagorato website. That's just a little thing there. And this confirms that Tidal Wave is involved. But it's making us question, how are they sending us things, and is it from the future? Yeah, definitely. Well, and, you know, and I'm going to do a little bit of theorizing here and just kind of tie a little, like, a few things together. Like, I'm not going to go overboard with it. This update was, you know, very interesting because not only did we get, you know, the video with Stambler where we, he, you know, first uses, you know, CEI, which would, of course, pop up on the Tiger Watto update with the Cloverfield Energy Initiative, we also kind of got, you know, with this is the thing that kind of led a little, a little bit more credence to the Twitter account being in game because we did discover that Mark is a professor. And I feel like, you know, this update might actually be like 
the most important one we've gotten so far in terms of information because it has introduced so many key elements that will be important going forward in the game. Like, yeah. we know that Tidal Wave is back. We know that, you know, the, the, that, we, that there's a big disaster that has to be stopped. Uh, we have already squashed it early game theory that Tidal Wave would actually be responsible for the disaster. We don't know for sure that they're not the cause, but we're not here to speculate on the movie. Yes, exactly. Right now we, we know they're a radical group fighting against Tagarato, claiming supposedly from the future that uh, the CEI is a lie. And just to say, we don't know for sure that Mark Stambler is with Taito Wave. Maybe he's just against Tagarato, and it's like the enemy of your enemy is my friend. Definitely. Well, and my personal theory when it comes to the grid terminology is that, you know, when they say grid, because we know that energy plays an important role here, uh, they mean like the world power grid. Yeah. Which a, a full reset of would be a catastrophic event. Yeah. I mean, how would people listen to their podcasts? Exactly. You wouldn't be able to hear our beautiful voices discussing this wonderful topic without power. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, though, like that, like that sort of world event where literally the entire power grid goes down at once. We don't know. Maybe that's more than just the power grid. And that actually, the energy brings us to the next thing, which goes all the way back to July, the slusho truck outside of Comic-Con, The slusho truck. Which I, I remember I love the slusho truck. Uh, I wish I could have gotten some, but I don't live on the right coast. It was interesting. Their uh, Twitter page said they went to multiple places. They didn't, but people figured out that all of those places have energy sources there that are from different types of energy. I just knocked my microphone. But during that, they played kind of a game in which they used the slusho filter on part of the truck. And there's an unboxing video from Starlord97. We did not get in touch with him before this. So if you hear this and want to talk with us, feel free to contact us. But I did get in touch with Nars or Narsi. And they received the package also, but it involved using a filter to fill in part of the truck. Like on the side, there was an opening and then they had to decode what it was supposed to say. And then they filled out a form with their address and they got a, sorry, going back, Narcy has a, and I just wanted to plug her because everyone that's involved with the show deserves credit. She has a podcast the where they at podcast and that's on google play itunes soundcloud and so on but the box contained a japanese newspaper with a slusho bobblehead a full pamphlet which is the same one that was uploaded to tagarato's website and a certificate of authenticity which is kind of strange because also the certificate had the words caution no sudden movements yeah which is a very strange uh, warning to put with any yeah. sort of collector's item. Yeah, and also going back to the collector's item, apparently like some of them, the people that got it, they were partially broken, so people don't know if that was on purpose or not on purpose. Like I'm just I'm gonna ask you to just elaborate a little bit because as we were talking about earlier, I've kind of missed the last day or so of the game because of, you know, my visit with family. Uh, so have they all been broken in the same way? Has it been a different way with each? What, like, what sort of way have they been broken? You know, just kind of... 
I'm not 100% sure, but we want to get people, including, I think Nars uh, said she was okay with talking with us. Okay. And doing like an interview and just talking about stuff because we want to have like a central place instead of having to go across Reddit and seeing the past in the Discord because Discord search features are trash. Um, just having a central place so that they can voice their stuff. And I think that they were going to talk about it on their podcast, just like the experience of it. But what's fascinating is that it's from 336 New Pioneer Lane, Tonopa, Arizona, which is not a real place. There's no New Pioneer Lane in Tonopa. There is a Tonopa, though. Yeah, there is. People actually went there. And yeah, we'll we had people in- on the ground. Yeah, they periscoped it. I think that their periscope was Tonopa Clover Search. Before we move on to that, I wanted to talk about the pamphlet, which included the Cloverfield Energy Initiative, the Future Energy Development Committee, Rafu Funaki, I think that's how you pronounce it, and he was mentioned in the original ARG. I think he was the head of the Future Energy Development Committee. Do you recall off the top of your head? I believe that was the case, yeah. He was the, the head of the head of energy development in the original game, which, once again, like this game ties in a lot more to the original than the second did. Yeah. There's a lot of speculation on is there a monster and stuff like that. We're not here to talk about is there a monster and so on. Until we, until we have proof in the game that there's a monster, we're not talking about monsters. Yes, yes, unfortunately for some of you. I mean, that's how they may have accidentally uncovered the real title of the movie because people wanted to find out. We're not going to say that title because we don't want to spoil it for those that want to be surprised. All right, so so on the pamphlet, it includes the brought to you by the Future Energy Development Committee, shared energy for a shared world. People are arguing over sharedenergy.com. Is it in-game? Is it out-of-game? We're pretty sure it's out-of-game because it's had the same like cover for the past three or four years, and it looks like a legit thing. Okay, so Rafu Fanaki is calling the April 18th, 2028 initiation day, and they just call him lead scientist on there if they refer to him as something else maybe feel free to let us know but also on that pamphlet on the opposite side of the cloverfield energy initiative is talking about yoshida and bold futura all right so uh actually bold futura uh the company that howard worked for uh prior to the events of 10 cloverfield lane actually uh was it's a uh, contracting company essentially uh that is owned by Tagruato, and they were the ones that uh, got the contract for uh, space exploration equipment from the Japanese government. So they actually they built uh, satellite equipment, uh, launching equipment, that sort of stuff, as well as the deep sea mining technology that Tagruato used that actually led to the events of the original Cloverfield movie. And also, just to say, in the pamphlet, in 2017, they claim was a record-setting year of profits, thanks to development in, uh, or work in the developing fields of exometeorology in conjunction with leading American aerospace and space transport company. Um, they have positioned themselves on the cutting edge of weather-related technology in this exciting new area of space exploration. And they're continuing its evolutionary work in the field of centrifugal force-based artificial gravity. 
We don't really know what that means yet, but that's a good thing to keep note of. Definitely, yeah. Now that we like, it's good to always keep track of what Tiger Watch so is up to. This is on the back. The first, the opening, like the inside, is all about Cloverfield Energy Initiative. But on the other side, it includes the Bold Futura, but also Yoshida Medical, which is something that we don't really hear a lot about. Yeah, we don't hear a lot about Yoshida. Uh, once again, quick explanation. Uh, so Yoshida is another uh, Tiger Watto company, at least in previous uh, ARG information we got about them. They do basically bioengineering. It's using organisms that Tiger Watto dug up in their deep sea mining efforts. So they were attempting to use these organisms found you know, in the very you know, very, very deep parts of the sea to find cures for stuff like cancer, Alzheimer's. Herpes actually was listed specifically as part of their mission statement, which I thought was hilarious. Hey, like, I mean, I don't want it. I mean, yeah, definitely. No, it makes sense. It's just an odd thing to put put in your your public relations kit. Uh, Yeah, no, herpes might be in game. Who knows? (laughs) Um, but also what's weird on the pamphlet, it mentions the bio prospecting. Uh, I can't get all of the, uh, yeah. Bio prospecting. That's yeah. actually, uh, that's actually a, a term that was used once again, previous ARGs to describe the work that Yoshida medical research actually does. And it all talks about how they're finished. They finished development on their latest fleet of dive vehicles, further exploring to new depths, but including mapping future seabed nectar sites, as well as continuing its research in the quantum biology space. So seabed nectar, as most people know, is a callback to the original Cloverfield. And that has been yes. used. There's a lot of rumors going around what it actually, isn't it like in excess, it can cause you to like pretty much die. Okay, so uh, in the established previous lore uh seabed nectar of course was uh, something discovered as part of their deep sea mining efforts of tagruato and when uh, when consumed it basically creates a euphoric sensation in the person who eats it like it's a full body uh euphoria is how it's been described and it also has a, an addictive quality to it and it played a pretty important role in the first ARG with the Jamie Loves Teddy websites, because Teddy was Tidal Wave's operative, well, one of them, that had infiltrated Tagruato. And he sent his girlfriend, Jamie, in New York, and Jamie is actually a character from the first movie, sent her a bag of raw seabed nectar and with a note essentially telling her, like, hey, keep a hold of this, keep it safe, like, this is evidence. And as the story of the videos progresses, uh, he actually goes which missing. Which leads to the website jamieandteddy.com, which is still active. Yeah, still active, actually. But yeah, so the, in the videos, after he goes missing, she becomes, you know, obviously angry with him, as girlfriends tend to do when you About go missing. What? And she, she eats part of the, she eats some of the raw seabed nectar. And it makes her very hyperactive and, it, you know, very, uh, very euphoric as well. And later on, she eats even more of it. It's assumed, uh, due to the information that we have, that this, uh, that eating it in excess, you know, of course, led to her dying. Because 
high concentration of seabed nectar is not good for the human bloodstream. Uh, R.I.P. Marlena Diamond. And I'd also just like to say that uh, seabed nectar is in slusho, correct? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is the actually it is the key component of slusho. It's what makes it's what makes slusho. Exactly. It is what makes slusho slusho. I mean, it kind of reminds me of Coca-Cola way back when they used cocaine. Yes, exactly right. Before it was outlawed. So ocean cocaine. Yeah, ocean like deep sea cocaine. It's it's for the sharks. I think that that's a good tagline too. Seabed nectar. It's for the it's cocaine for sharks. It's cocaine for sharks. Yeah. And there's rumors about where it originates from and how it relates to the original Cloverfield monster and stuff like that. I'm not sure there's any real like it's all speculation as of now. Yeah, I believe the general consensus as of this moment uh, is that their mining efforts to get the seabed nectar are what awoke the monster in the first place due to it being a deep sea creature. Yeah, and we don't know the origins exactly before that. We just know that it was asleep and people woke it up. Exactly. That's basically it. So generally, it's assumed that that uh, that those mining efforts are what awoken, especially at the uh, Chui yeah. Station, because that's actually you know that's where we got the things like uh, actually the station itself being taken down. Um, we got the deep sea surveillance photos of the parasites prior to the first movie. Uh, in connection to the mining efforts. So it's a safe assumption to make, but it's also not 100% confirmed. So yeah. that's where we're at with that. And some people actually overlaid the uh, some of the foot the uh, pictures found from the deep sea dives of the first one over the original and the second messages of the Tagarato website, because a lot of people think it looks like it's from underwater. And there are a few jokes about how like, you can see fish in there and stuff, but we don't really know. And a lot of the uh, overlaying of the pictures have gone in, at least on the Discord and stuff, have gone on the speculation stuff because we don't really know where to go with that. Yeah, definitely. It's it's not solid enough to chase, but it's not insignificant enough to disregard. Yeah. And let's see. So now that we're done with the pamphlet, um, and we talked about the bobblehead and the certification of authenticity. It was wrapped. Did I already mention how it was wrapped in Japanese paper and someone went through it and said that it's just a Japanese paper. There's nothing really there that we know of. Well, and we've seen that before, like in the first game, uh, if you ordered a t-shirt from the slush website, honestly, if I can actually still, if I can find mine, if I can dig mine up, I'll post it somewhere for the listeners. But it, it was red herring, you know, nothing important. Like, I think the most significant thing from the new one was that there was a rocket in a picture. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. And so now we can move on to January 28th. People actually went out to Tonopah, Arizona, to search for the... Bless them. Yeah, yeah. No, they uh, drove there. They drove a bit, and I've already talked to uh, Smokin442 and Rankin about maybe coming on and getting an interview just so we have a central place and also just so like people don't have to constantly ask them questions about what they did. 
I haven't talked to. I know Waffles was involved. If they want to reach out to us at uh, cloverfieldpodcast.gmail.com. Get that branding in there, son. Yeah. Hashtag brand. Hashtag topic. Hashtag, uh, I don't know. Hashtag son. Yeah, son. Helios. Helios. Um, along with Cloverfield Station. We don't know what Cloverfield Station actually is. We just know it's involved. Some people think it's a radio station. Some people think it's the actual space station. There's a lot of things going on with the Cloverfield Station stuff. But uh, if Waffles wants to reach out to us, that would be cool. And hopefully we'll have them on doing an interview just to talk with them. They periscoped it at Tonopa Clover Search. A lot of people enjoyed the music they were listening to. I didn't get to listen to a lot of that on audio because I was busy, but I did... Uh, get to watch and listen to most of them actually like walking around in Tonopa. I'd like to say just next time bring a working uh, charging cable because that was a problem. But there was, they didn't find anything. But when they went out there to, I think it was Pioneer Road, they met a landowner who had a very loud dog that wouldn't stop barking, mentioning that someone talked about people digging out there in the past week and that there's no actual uh, Pioneer Lane there is a neighbor that's name is Lane. I'd like to say that anybody that's out of game or like involved that's a real person, don't be a jerk. Be nice. Like the bread yeah, man. Like bread man. But he was extremely nice and he claims that his neighbor or he, I forgot which, that they saw people digging over the past week. And also there was a black car that showed up. I'm not sure. If there was anything there, still, they drove an hour out of their way just to look for stuff. And that's great. My speculation, I've talked with Smokin about this, but that it's actually just a test to see if we're willing to go out there. But last time they had exact coordinates of where to dig up and they actually found something. They found a drop point that included stuff. Yeah, that was one of the major components of the game last time was that box that we got thanks to a wonderful Cloververse Reddit moderator, Mugen's Keeper, uh, went and discovered, actually dug this ammo box up for us, and it had a lot of information. So I think, I think we are you know, right in speculating that you know, this was either a test to see if we were willing to send someone to look for it, or, you know, possibly this was a hint and they weren't expecting us to send someone so quickly. And that we just haven't gotten, you know, quite all of the information we need for this yet. But yeah, no, I think you guys were on absolutely the right track by saying, you know, this is definitely some sort of clue that this is a location that we need to be in. Yeah. So we'll, we're definitely keeping that in mind. And they also went to the power plant there because there was a power plant. And they didn't see anything there either. So that's another thing to keep an eye out for. I think that's pretty much everything in the website. And like the actual ARG website stuff. I would like to also say that Sonny Flunger, Flunger was nice enough to message me and say that there was a reference if you go back to web.archive.org about Bold Futura hiring a dream team of physicists way back in 2010. 10. So perhaps they did the, the same thing that kind of Arrested Development does where they just throw a bunch at the wall and then that gives them a wide range of things to reference later on. Yeah, definitely. We, we don't have a, a solid foundation here for this. I think that it was vaguely deliberate. Uh, like you were saying, like they definitely 
uh, were kind of hedging their bets of where they could possibly go with the universe. Otherwise, it's absolutely brilliant for them to, you know, plant this eventually eight years in advance of when it would be significant to anything if it wasn't just, you know, deliberate vagueness. But yeah, I think actually, I, I do think that that's, uh, that is interesting. I think that it's definitely going to, it fits the tone and the theme of where we are currently. And so uh, hopefully that's a discovery that'll be significant later. All right. Let me, there's one other email, John F. Gilman. I already mentioned that I think he was the one that said that uh, Rafu Fanaki has been, has been a previous. Yeah. Has been a previous. So thank you. And then uh, someone, I don't know if they wanted to be referred to by name or how they wanted to, but discussed bread talk. Now let's go to, things non-ARG related but related to the movie so there's a lot of rumors that Netflix is going to be getting it uh, I did see a thing today I believe it was uh, Deadline is is already basically referring to it as Netflix's Cloverfield movie uh, with their uh, report on potential film ads during the Super Bowl next weekend you know we're not 100% confirmed yet but, you know, when sources like Deadline start referring to it in terms like that, like, it's definitely something to think about. I do remember Vulture posted an article a while back saying that a few people close to it that are remain anonymous, they, that J.J. Abrams is involved with the ARG to uh, keep people on the edge of when it's actually going to come out and stuff. Because it was originally planned to come out in 2017. And then it was moved to February. Now it's moved to April. I don't think April's the actual date. And a lot of people think that the ARG is dead because it moves to Netflix. I think that this opens up more. As I've said a few times uh, on the Discord and off air and to people, is that this act, because this means that they can use Netflix's platform to make fake documentaries about Tagarato. They can do a bunch with the ARG. They've done similar things. They made fake shows that were from Arrested Development within the site. And I hope that it'll be released in theaters also. There have been a few Netflix movies that have been released in theaters and on Netflix. I, the one that I can think of is Two Crouching, Two Tiger, or the Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon sequel, which was not that good, but they released it in both at the same time, I believe. I, yeah, I believe that is, uh, I believe that is right. I actually, I I entirely forgot that the Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon sequel had been released. <laughs> I forgot until about you it until they it. started talking about the Netflix rumors, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, no, they did that." Because people were people oh, were freaking yeah. out about that, and I mean that. Although I would be annoyed because that means I need a better sound system for my TV if I'm going to watch it on Netflix. That's fair. Um, and I'm also curious on how that's going to work with extras and stuff like that. I'm curious if they'll have to release a physical. I don't know if they've released a physical copy of any of their movies. I know they've done it for their shows like House of Cards and all of that. But um, for their movies, I don't know if they've done physical releases for those. I Yeah, I, I could not confirm one way or another. I mean, it stands to reason that I think if, if there was need for it, they would. But I would do, th you know, I think that you're absolutely right here. If the if it does move to being a Netflix project, then it does open up, you know, just a world of opportunity as far as what we could possibly see uh, with content relating to the universe, with content relating to the ARG. Um, like, ultimately, an ARG is marketing. 
like a lot some people don't realize that or don't like to think of it in that terms but it is it's marketing and with any marketing your studio is going to have an input yeah uh, a more traditional studio is going to be more reluctant to be more daring whereas a platform like netflix you know, as proven in the past, like you were saying with things like uh, when they did the fake playlist based on characters from Arrested Development and that sort of thing. They've proven that they're willing to take a more unconventional approach, which I think would just allow, you know, the creators of this game to open up even more of what they could do because they don't have, the, you know, the studio breathing down their neck of, you know, if you make this too complex or if you do this, if you do that, you run the risk of alienating potential moviegoers whereas netflix would just be like yeah screw it you want to do that go for it netflix actually is interesting idea because also paramount has a deal with bad robot as of now and i believe that it ends this year so perhaps bad robot is moving their distributor and production and stuff over closer to netflix so that they can have a more interesting release method you know, moving to Netflix for something of this, you know, I don't want to say it's high concept, but like, like this sort of different approach to storytelling and creating, you know, a universe that's connected, but it's not. Or, you know, maybe it is. We're not, we haven't seen this third movie yet, which, you know, with everything we've discussed so far, tends to point, like, seems to point to a, a strong connection to at least themes that we're familiar with from previous uh, games and movies. But this would allow, I feel like, more freedom on the creative front, you know, for them to kind of be like, oh, well, we're going to do this style of film to fit in with this universe. And Netflix would be like, yeah, like, that sounds awesome. Go for it. Like, here's some money. But not only that, like you said, it, it allows for a more unconventional release style. I mean, as we saw last year, like, Netflix is fairly good at keeping secrets. Like, we didn't know that we were getting two new Dave Chappelle specials on Netflix until two weeks before they happened. Yeah. I think, like, it's entirely possible for, you know, Netflix to offer an avenue for, you know, Bad Robot to create the sort of things that they want to do while being able to do it on their own terms. Yeah. Just to say, like, I've had some... A lot of people didn't like the fact that 10 Cloverfield Lane was nothing like Cloverfield and that it's not it's not a part of the Cloverfield franchise. I'm kind of confused by that just because if there's only two movies, you can't really judge a franchise yet. Right. And and who knows, they can retroactively make a movie better by explaining how it's connected and stuff. We don't know. There could be a reason for that. And we don't know. Right, well, with, uh, with this movie, I think we need to come up with like whatever we're going to call it on this show because I don't want to just keep referring to it as this movie. So like, let's, just, like, let's just agree, like, Cloverfield 3 until we get an official title. I mean, I'm okay with that or God Particle. I mean, since that's what I'm okay. God Either- Particle until it has an official name. Okay, that works for me. All right, so, uh, you know, it's entirely possible with the God Particle, with the elements that we're seeing introduced currently with the game, it seems like we're going to get, you know, obviously the time travel concept, which, as I mentioned previously, gives us the idea of, you know, potential either alternate timelines or branching timelines. 
So it's entirely possible that, you know, a God particle could explain why, you know, Tagaruato exists in these three different timelines. And, you know, it's potentially due to the fact that they, you know, experimented in time travel to try to, you know, either fix things that they had screwed, screwed up in the past or to try to manipulate past events to their benefit. But, it, you know, it's, it is definitely entirely possible that we will get an explanation here for this, or maybe we won't. And maybe, like we talked about, distribution and production will move to Netflix, and, you know, we'll get two to three more movies, and we'll, find, we'll get an explanation somewhere down the road. Like, I'm here for the ride. I just want a good movie that has a good story, and I, if I get explanations then okay if not okay as long as it's a solidly done movie exactly i mean that's that's been basically my big defense for cloverfield for the last 10 years the big complaint is they don't explain anything well they don't really need to with the way that story is being told it's not conducive to explanation you have civilians surviving a catastrophic event and documenting the thing they're not in a position to have explanation and if you're getting the story from their point of view then you're gonna have the same information as they do and i'm sorry that you need everything explained to you but like there's a big monster destroying stuff just think that's cool because it is and they do explain a ton they do they have a lot more like as i said like you can go in knowing nothing about the ARG and enjoy the movie, or you can know everything about the ARG and enjoy the movie. Absolutely. It can be for everyone. And also, while we're on the subject of the anthology idea and stuff, I'd like to talk about A Quiet Place and all the rumors that A Quiet Place is Cloverfield 4. I'm confused by why people are saying this. It's just like, oh, I think it's part of the movie. And I mean, or it's part of the universe. If it is, awesome, but I'm going to wait until like, there's some sort of tangible fact. There's right now there's no real facts outside of John Krasinski's in it and there's in the trailer there's something involving like a giant mark on the side of the house or stairwell that looks like it could have been made by a cloverfield monster even though it could just be a monster it doesn't have to be cloverfield. Like I am one of those like I absolutely love the concept of this anthology universe uh, where potentially everything's all tied together, but not really like I'm, like I said, I'm enjoying the ride. Um, but being a big, like a, a, a big monster movie fan, like I grew up watching all of the Godzilla and Godzilla tie-in films. And so I just, I have a big love for giant monsters and I just, I want to see that beautiful, disgusting monster just one more time on the big screen because I every I saw Cloverfield in theaters three times and all three times that I saw it in two different theaters, mind you, uh, the sound system was not good enough to handle the monster's roar. <laughs> and so when you get that wonderful cinematic moment, you know, where the camera swings and Clover is right there it turns and you know lets out that wonderful like i think honestly one of the best monster roars in film and as it like builds to like that ultimate point the sound system would cut out that's that's funny that that's sad but kind of funny. yeah 
Right. Well, like I said, like we drove through a blizzard to see it the first time. I saw it for the first time two days after it was released. We drove 36 miles in a blizzard to catch a 10 o'clock showing. That's, that's nuts. And the sound cut out the first time we saw the monster in, in close, good visual. And I mean, on the bright side of if it goes to Netflix, then you can watch the movie. And if you have a good TV, that's great. If not, then find someone. But you don't even need to wear pants for it. Exactly. Like, I like that. I like that idea. If I have to not put, if I get to not put on pants, I will not put on pants. Just to say, I am wearing shorts right now. You don't have to put on pants. You can make your own popcorn. It's cheaper. Or bread. Or bread. Yeah, you can make your own bread for this movie if it's on Netflix. If not, then you're, you might have to sneak the bread in. It, if it, Regardless, if it goes to theaters or Netflix, I will be eating bread the first time I watch it. <laughs> All right, so is there anything else we should talk about before ending? I think we've covered not only every topic that we set out to cover, but multiple topics that we did never intended to cover, and a few topics we probably shouldn't have covered. But we've covered all the ground. That, that we know of. Again, if we missed something, if you think we should know something, if we got something wrong, then please email us at cloverfieldpodcast at gmail.com. We, if, if we get enough wrong or if enough happens that we need to add to it, maybe we'll even add like a 0.5 update before the next big update, just saying the corrections and additions and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, uh, that seems reasonable. We strive for accuracy here. Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, we, if we have our fictional stuff, we want it accurate. Exactly. I, I look for not only logical, but scientific and uh, continuity accuracy in all of my fictional media. Yeah, especially ones that involve cocaine for sharks. Cocaine for sharks, seabeds nectar. All right, uh, I guess we just ended. Uh, you got anything else you want to say? I mean, do you have anything other than this wonderful audio experience that you need to plug? I got nothing. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I wish I had things to plug. Hey, that's totally fair. Um, well, I mean, I, I'm i a producer of content that's done absolutely no content production over the last few years. So uh, I'll just I'll direct everybody to my Twitter. Because, I mean, if you like this voice, if you like these jokes, first of all, um, why? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's absolutely valid. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at Hawk Jefferson. Um, if you really like me, and I'm sure you you might, uh, you can find me on on Instagram. But I'm not going to tell you what that is. So just like, like it's it's a let's it that's a game for the show. Find Hawk's Instagram. Yeah, that, that I I've, I think there uh, there's things occupying their minds right now. But if they find it, I mean that's a bonus. That's cherry on the cake. You know what? If you if you find my actual personal Instagram, I will send you a Hawkamania t-shirt. Oh, dude, you got t-shirts? I have t-shirts. You can buy them at redbubble.com. I, I have merchandise and everything. So, you know, like I said, find my Instagram. You know, it's a puzzle. I'll send you a t-shirt, probably. Probably. That, that's, a good, that, that's a good No, I will. I, I will. I already said that I will. You'll get your choice of the classic red and yellow Hawkamania t-shirt or... Uh, the black and white, what I like to refer to as the Hollywood Hawk Jefferson t-shirt. And it, like I said, you'll, you'll receive your choice of either if you can find my real Instagram. It's not exciting. It's pictures of my girlfriend and beer and my dog. I'd just, just like to say if you find my Instagram, you're lying because I don't have one. So there's that. 
if you create a fake Instagram for Justin and, and like fill it with like tons of posts that are that are actual content that you suspect he would post, I'll I'll tell you like good job and ask you why you weren't doing other things. Yeah, you have more important things to do, like listen to photos and stuff like that. Exactly right. Don't listen to my Instagram photos, yeah, though. They, they sound kind of dirty. Um, also, just to say, if you have like an idea <laughs> for a theme song or pictures that you want to post, like, uh, was it Mugen's Keeper? I know that uh, there's some Cloverfield pictures that he has that made it onto the fake trailer that had his kids drawing of the monster in Cloverfield. It was pretty amusing. It was beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I laughed at that a lot. All right, so I guess we're going to call it quits at and yeah maybe we'll finally get some sleep uh as long as there are no updates which there haven't been yet during the recording of this that's the that's the jinx word but hey thanks everybody so much for listening and you know hopefully this is something you enjoyed hopefully we'll see you next time hopefully there will be a next time justin thank you so much for guiding us through uh all the facts of the updates and uh like i said once again thanks again for everyone who listened yeah